Sorry to disappoint you. So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude. Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like. I make mistakes. Like, lots of mistakes. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. I guess I'm just imperfectly human. Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. We are your hosts, Mr. Daly and... I'm Dr. Johnson. Here we go. So, um, we want to thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you've had a blessed week since the last time we caught up with you. Um, We know that with, you know, for those of you in the UK, we are in lockdown part three coming like a trilogy movie out here we we, <laughs> we we in the final chapter <laughs> yeah 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 um but people need to be you know keep keep safe they going crazy with the fines now so if the police catch you on the streets when you're not supposed to be they're hitting you with that fine so i think what that's that'll be about uh so it's about 200 pounds that's about 260 dollars on the spot fine right now i know i know times are hard people don't want to be throwing away 250 Mm -mm. 260 Mm -mm. or 200 pounds like that so people stay in your houses listen to the rules obey the law um just keep yourself safe it's just to me that's the most important thing keep yourself safe man um but yeah just want to shout out everyone shout out to everyone that's listening to us on um, Instagram. Well, Instagram. Be- Shout out to everyone that's listening to us <laughs> on Spotify, on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, SoundCloud, uh, uh, iHeartRadio. Wherever you're listening to us, wherever you get your podcast from, we want to shout you out. Thank- shout out to everyone that's watching this on YouTube. We really, really think. Um, YouTube is one of the best ways to catch this. Um, yeah. Terrence and I, you know, you we 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 like to throw some funk in there. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so, we have a good time. We have a good time for, for real. So if you if you're watching this on on YouTube, you get to see our you know you really get a dose of our personality coming through. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely check us out on 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 YouTube as well. So. That, that's the shout out to everyone that's been supporting. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Um, this week, we are talking about patiently waiting. I've been patiently waiting. <laughs> okay, okay. Fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was like um, I, I was, when 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 the title came to me, that was the first song. I was like, no, nah, I, I, I can't put I can't put that as a as an intro track for this. <laughs> I didn't even think about this song till you, till you started doing it. I'm like, oh man, that work for this thing. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> Just like yeah, that's it. That's it. That's yeah man for real for real that definitely takes me back so uh, (laughs) patiently waiting patiently waiting so obviously we're in a season and people are patiently waiting for or impatiently waiting for a number of things I mean Mm -hmm. everybody wants to get back outside everybody is waiting 
for the day that things go back to um, how they used to be. Because th that's why people, oh, we can't wait till, till we can go back to, to normal life. Newsflash, this, this is normal life. Yeah. This might be the new norm. It, there is a strong possibility that this is the new norm for a very, very long time. And we may never go back to how things used to be. So mm -hmm. you might be patiently waiting for something that may not come. Yeah. Um, but some of us are patiently waiting for other things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I liken it to pregnancy. Mm -hmm. You got you got nine months. Mm -hmm. You got forty weeks. You you best be patiently waiting for that baby. Mm -hmm. um, and you know if you if you've got a dream that you want to birth, you're patiently waiting for that. So for me, it was like I think this is a season where we can, especially when we've talked about entering the promised land, and it followed on nicely because the children of Israel had to wait patiently for 40 years before they even got a chance to try and enter the promised land. And that's, that doesn't even take into account the 400 years, uh, 400 plus years of captivity and, and, and enslavement in Egypt. It doesn't take into account the time before that, where um, the time waited between Abraham and the enslavement in Egypt. So the time between the making of the promise to the enslavement, to the, um, to the exodus, and then to entering the promised land. There was a long wait period. So how do we deal with this when we are patiently waiting? And I know, I know Terrence, you got, you, you, you're going you to take <laughs> us into, into this topic. <laughs> yeah. No, so, well, first I wanted to, to kind of go, you kind of talked about how it was in the UK, y'all on lockdown. In the US, we are not on lockdown. <clears throat> but, you know, most of everybody, well, everybody should have known of the, the last thing that happened last week in mm -hmm. our nation. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and and uh, so a lot of people are patiently waiting for this turnover in administration um, to balance and stabilize what's mm -hmm. going on. Um, but also... If, Patiently if, waiting for the cops to do them white folks like how they do us black <laughs> folks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, look, I, look that's what I'm trying, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to say it and come on back because if I go into it, we're going I know, back I see, I see that. People, a lot yeah. of people were upset by that. Yeah, yeah, but but like I said, it. One thing I say about that, and then I kind of go into yeah. So one thing I will say about that is that what they presented is what most of us already knew, uh, but it made other people wake up to, oh man, this is what's really going on. Those that know have already been knowing that yeah. this is who we are. Um, so it just showed that we're not lying when we say what we say or we march or we present things and say, like, look, this is what's happening to us. Why won't people listen? And then somebody else comes and do the something totally opposite, but they are allowed to go yeah. right in and do what they want to do. Uh, well, I would say just... Some it was some resistance, but for the most part, it was a lot of people that aided in that. 
uh, happen. But what I will say is that it go going back into the topic, the patient the waiting is even when it seems that everything is coming and crashing down or just like being demolished in front of your eyes, that doesn't mean that that will be, it's a time limit. And so it kind of goes into, and I'll touch on a little bit farther into the conversation about what Keon Henderson preached on Sunday. He was saying that, you know, your suffering or whatever, your hardships have a time limit. And so whatever situation that you're in that you might not understand or you might not like or it might be hard or difficult, it has a time limit. So in the situation that's going in the U.S., we know the time limit for that. Uh, so we're patiently waiting for the time to shift <laughs> and be done. Um, but and you 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 talked about one. So I wrote down different things that you would have to wait on. And so I had put that waiting for a child, like the duration. You know, some of us wait, you know, you get engaged and you wait for the wedding day. Uh, some of us, we get in school and we wait for our graduation date. Yeah. So it's a duration from when you started to the countdown to when it happened. So I think we're a little more comfortable with those wait times because we know ballpark the tenant time it will end. Yeah. A lot of times when we go through suffering or a difficult time, we don't know the, the time limit on it. And so that makes us feel uncomfortable because it seems like it's going to go on forever. <laughs> but it really not. But it's not. So we have less control over the time frame. With these other things, like I said, you know, if you're having a child, more than likely nine months you're gonna have the baby if so unless something happens or whatever it might yeah, be a little yeah. longer or it might be shorter uh as far as a wedding you know on average by the time you get engaged about a year or so you'll be getting married yeah typically uh for graduation that might vary depending <laughs> <laughs> on how you still in do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that might mean it might be four years, it might be six years. Are, like, you, are you really in school or are you playing school? Yeah, yeah. So that might that might vary a little bit. So, but you know, you got control over I right, look. If I don't want to keep paying these student loans and keep doing this stuff, let me go ahead and get out. Let me get done. So let me okay, the next year I'm gonna be through. Yeah. But um but if you look back in all those things, those things produce something in us. So like I said the time frame from like pregnancy to having a baby to afterwards, it's a lot of shifts. Who you are and what your role is shifts at each benchmark. The same for like getting engaged, having a wedding, and then being married, that's shifts. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, coming to college, enrolling graduating and then post-graduation it's different versions of you and so i think that's what we need to focus more on it's not necessarily when is it going to end it's like what phase am i currently in and then what's the next phase yeah because if i haven't been able to move forward into the new thing maybe it's because 
one, I don't know what my next phase is, or two, I'm not working towards the next phase. So maybe I'm waiting, but I'm not patiently waiting. Sometimes I might be lazily waiting, and I'm just doing nothing. Right. <laughs> right. But you, you just said, so you said a whole lot there that just made me think. What does this remind you of? Seasons. Yep. Every, and the Bible uses, you know, it talks about seasons. Mm-hmm. But we have, we have, well, if, you, if you're in the UK, you, we ain't got about two seasons here. <laughs> cold and, and not so cold. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, you, you've got your seasons and you, you know, you can be, you can be waiting for each season to mm-hmm. pass. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be in winter anticipating spring and summer. But maybe let's take the let's take a bear. A bear will hibernate through its winter. So what does it do? It uses its spring and its summer and its autumn to prepare itself. It's storing mm-hmm. away food. It is building up body fat because it knows that for a for a period of time, it's going to have a period of rest where it will mm-hmm. do nothing. So it goes through a process of preparing itself and waiting for its so that it so when it goes into waiting it is prepared for that season of waiting and yeah ready to come out of that season wait of waiting to to resume its activities mm-hmm. now for us we you might turn around and say i want a summer body now what are you doing in the winter and the spring mm-hmm to get ready for your summer body? Are you putting in the work or as you say, are you lazily waiting in Mm -hmm. that period saying, Ooh, summer's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking hot for summer, but you're not doing any work. There's no, you're not, you've never been to the gym. You Mm -hmm. sat on the sofa eating cookies all day. Right. And, but you're expecting something. So Mm -hmm. when that time period comes, Mm-hmm. nothing can happen because you right. haven't put in the work in that wait period. You haven't put mm-hmm. the work that was required of you to, to have you ready hasn't been done. And it kind of reminded me of what um, Keon was saying. Mm-hmm. He was talking about um, the children of Israel going into Egypt. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was talking about um, maybe God needed to get Egypt out of them. The children Mm -hmm. of Israel had come out of Egypt, but Mm -hmm. God needed to get Egypt out of the Mm -hmm. children of Israel. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I could, you know, I feel like our wait periods is because it's not sometimes it's majority of the time God is doing a work in us. There is stuff that still needs to be resolved. We said it before that, until certain things are, are resolved, God might, if God allows you to then walk into where you're supposed to be, the old you will rear its head up. So if you take the old mindset, like we said last week, mm-hmm. into the new environment, the old mindset might appear and ruin what you're so the blessing in the new environment mm-hmm. now look you made me think about we did a we did an episode 
in our progress called the old me could cost me the new me. And when you were saying that, that's what it reminded me of. And it's, it's that it's the old version of ourselves. It's kind of like at the at the door, yeah. kind of blocking our entry. And that's why when people think that, you know, moving or transitioning or leaving something or whatever would make things better, it really then clears everything else out for you to actually face yourself. Because you are always the last barrier or hurdle that you need to overcome. Yeah. Now, you might get diverted or distracted by other things and other people. But, you know, when people say, oh, I'm going to go find myself, not really finding yourself. You got to confront yourself. Yeah. And confront the things that either you you started to forget about or disregard or you didn't even deem them necessary for you to work on. And so when you don't have all these other people to blame and you just got yourself, you just got to deal with you. Mm. And that's what make that makes a lot of people stay where they are because it keeps the excuse going. So if my excuse is, oh, I could do that if I didn't have this to take care of or these people to take care of all these different things. Well, if you remove yourself from all of that stuff, yeah, then you're just dealing with you. <laughs> so no, you know, like, now you don't have any other excuses. Now you got to figure out what you're going to do now because whatever you use to kind of buffer yourself from or divert attention away from the thing that you really need to do, now you don't have an excuse for it. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps people in situations where they feel like well, I know I won't have to wait for anything because everything will continuously work the way it has been working. When you go and get to yourself, that's where the patient and waiting happens because, like you were saying before, is God is waiting for you to get that old you or whatever location you've been out of you. Yeah. And sometimes it takes longer for us, uh, for some people than other people, because they they built an identity around that connection and and responsibilities of other people around yeah no that's real because while she was saying that i was um i was taking a quick look at at one of the scriptures that we got and um Mm -hmm. it's hebrews 10 36 Mm -hmm. and um basically says uh patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will, then you will receive all that he has promised. And that's kind of what we're saying, that um, Mm -hmm. the whole thing about being patiently waiting is not to patiently, to sit there and wait doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not to sit there and to look at other people and expect them to do a work or have expectations on them or try to live to their expectations of you or Uh to keep trying to fulfill this, what, whatever it is, whatever you've carried along, whatever baggage it is, whether it's emotional baggage, spiritual, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, if you keep carrying it and expecting and, and lugging it with you while you're patiently waiting then you can't receive all that is promised. 
There is a work that God wants you to continue to do. God wants you to continue doing his will. That means God wants you to continue to work on yourself. God wants you to continue to shed some of the dead weight. Um, you know, like you guys said, take out the trash. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you, what are you hoarding emotionally, spiritually that mm-hmm. is stopping you from doing God's will? Yeah. Because in your time of waiting, that is what you should be working on so that you can do God's will and therefore receive what he has promised you. Yeah. So I, so I thought about something you said, the baggage, and I just thought about, you know, flying, you know, even though people are not doing a lot of flying right now, but, you know, when you fly, you have to have a certain limit of what you can carry with you. Right. You have your carry on, you have your check bag, and depending on what airline you can uh, you can have a certain amount of check baggage or the pound limit on what you bring. Right. So sometimes we want to be elevated and we want God to take us to the next destination, but because we come with so much baggage, then we, because they got to scan it and process it, we'll miss our flight trying to get so much stuff onto the flight with us. Yeah. And if we pack light. Then all we had to do is come roll with our carry on. You know, we might just have one little small bag. They right, roll on right. We got our little book bag or something, our little roller bag, and we ready to get on the flight. But some of us, we packing like we going for three months, and we got all these big suitcases and all this kind of stuff, and we got all this stuff with us. Like, come on, yeah, I got this. I got all this stuff I got to take with. And like, that's how you miss your flight, right? If you just learn to to stay. Pack light to 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 let all the other stuff that doesn't matter go. Then when it's time to move, now you can move for you because now you're not trying to figure out how all this stuff is gonna go with you. Yeah, you know what it made me think of when when that when the young man, uh, the young rich man, came to Jesus and said, mm-hmm. "Lord, what what have I got to do to follow you?" Yeah, Jesus said. Sell everything that you have mm-hmm. and come with me. And the guy left and he was disheartened. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of like how we are. We want to bring everything. But Jesus said it dead. Like, if, you, if you're going to follow me, you've got to be light. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't have attachments. You can't have um, things holding you back and weighing you down. You've got to be willing to be free. Mm -hmm. You've got Mm -hmm. to be willing to be free to follow me because where I take you, you may not be able to carry all this excess too. Where I send you, you may not be able to take your excess baggage with you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes where I send you, you ain't going to have no value for the things that you're trying to take with you. Yep. If I'm sending you to a remote village in, um, and in a, I don't know, let's say in the far East, in the jungle somewhere, mm-hmm. what's the point of taking a hairdryer, electric, electric, um, shaver and all these X other goods, because, mm-hmm. Where are you plugging them in? Yep. 
Sometimes the stuff that we're trying to take with us has no value where we are going. And because we're unwilling to do the work whilst we're in the boarding gate, Mm -hmm. we can't get on the flight. Yep. They won't let us through the gate because we haven't done the work. We haven't emptied. It's oh, perfect example. Now, you know, you've got the little sachets where you're only allowed a certain amount of liquid. And then if you've mm-hmm. got big liquids, you can't get on the plane. You, or you mm-hmm. can't even get through security. Mm-hmm. But we're still there arguing with the, the guy at security trying to get through with a, with a, a gallon of, of, of liquid. Mm-hmm. But all we've got to do is just put 150 mil in, in, in a, and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So, rather than enjoying the wait period, rather than being in the terminal and seeing and um, being expectant of the promised land that or the or the new land that we're going to, we are stuck outside arguing over something that we have to let go of. Mm-hmm. Nah, so. When you were saying that, it made me think about, well, maybe in the patiently waiting stage is God is waiting for us to get the right supplies. So he's like, I want to send you to this next place. But just like you were saying, what you have right now won't work in this new territory, whether it's electronics, you know, just like in the UK and the US, it's a it's a difference in electrical outlets. Yeah. So how what y'all use is different here. So like if I'm going, if I'm flying to London, then I need the converter to yep. be able to use what I got. Yeah. But if I'm not prepared, I'll come with my stuff just standard like it is. And then I get over there, I'm like, man, David, <laughs> how I'm gonna play this yeah. like, man, you, know, you know, with the converter thing, you know, the plug, the plug it is or the work. And and that's so. That, th- that made me think about, well, maybe while we're in the season that we're in, maybe we should pray to God to give us the tools for our next place. Right. Teach me what I need to know for where you're right. sending me. So that when it's time, I won't be scrambling. Now I ain't got to think, oh, I should have, oh, man, I, man, this, this job opportunity opened up. I, I, I don't have the training for that. Like, man, like, I don't have this, or man, I should have called this person like a year ago because they had this opportunity and that's closed. And I went ready, or like, oh, I don't even have my resume ready. They like, hey, we got this job for you. We got it ready. Send me your resume. I'm like, man, I, I ain't updated my resume in like five years. These are all tools that you need. Yeah. If you got the tools ready, then when things open up, because like I said, you got a window, so, you know what I'm saying? We've, I, I, I know I've experienced it, I'm pretty sure you experienced it too, is where you can look back in your life and the opportunity open and you weren't ready. Like somebody called you and like, hey, can you send your stuff here? Like, say, so we're looking for this or, hey, I know this person, they're looking for this. This seems like opportunity for you. And you're like, man, you know what? This sounds good, but right now, you know, I got this going on and this going on, whatever like this going on. And you think about it like, man, I stayed in this. I should have, man, <laughs> that, that was it. That was, the, that was the thing I was praying for, but I wasn't ready. 
Yeah. I wasn't ready. And so I think that's a good way to frame it to where, well, maybe I haven't moved forward because I don't have what I need yet. And once I get those things, then that's when the opportunities open up. I won't have to then second guess it. So like yeah. I know exactly what that what that window is for. It's like I I just I just read that book. I just went to that training about a couple of weeks ago. I'm ready for it. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. It's funny because you you set up the, the the my one of the scriptures I had Romans mm-hmm. twelve twelve. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And mm-hmm. when you're patiently waiting, maybe that's what we're saying. Keep praying. Keep mm-hmm. praying because we always, we just always want everything quick. Yep. We always think that, oh, I'm going to say one prayer and then God's going God's gonna to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember whether it was in, in Daniel um, where it talked about how they had to pray Mm-hmm. And um, the, the the angel of the Lord that was bringing the message need they needed to pray so that he could get through to bring that message because mm-hmm. he was facing opposition bringing the message of the Lord to them. So mm-hmm. isn't that how it be? A lot of the time, we the Bible tells us clearly: for we wrestle against. Um, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. but spiritual principalities in high places. Mm-hmm. So if our battle is with spiritual principalities, it's not going to take one prayer. This ain't you. You're not. You're not the great white. What, what, what was that film with uh, Damon Wayans where you used to knock him out with one punch? Oh, the man. great white hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, that's not you. Mm-hmm. You know, through prayer and supplication, we will get our answers. So in your time in the wilderness, in your time in the departure lounge, what should you be doing? Yeah. Well, that's that scripture right there. Said, Maybe you should be praying. If you are still waiting and you feel your weight is being extended, maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Maybe you're not you're not taking care of the things that you're supposed to be taking care of. You're not doing the work that you're supposed to be doing to improve yourself so that you're you can get out of the departure gate. You can yep. get on the plane and go to your destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that's good. I um, it's kind of just like just sticking with the with the flight thing. <clears throat> the conditions have to be right for the plane to take off. Right. So the runway had to be clear. You know, if you've been in the plane, you know, sometimes you circle the tarmac. To, you know, like five, ten, fifty. Like, man, when we gonna like? They say we gonna <laughs> take off and like. 20 minutes ago, we still circling around, circling around. And it's like, they one, they got to have a clear path. And then two, another plane can't be on that, that mm. strip. Because they might, they might, you might have that, that uh, departure time, 
but another flight might be taken off in front of you and they got to clear first before you can go. Yeah. And so we'll be, you know, circling the tarmac. It was like, oh, see, I, I got here like I'm at the gate and I can't go. And why I can't go? And you keep circling me around and circling me around and circling me around. And it's because you got to be clear for takeoff. Because you want to take off, doesn't mean you can take off. And then maybe it's a delay because, yeah, it might be good where you are now, but once you get up in the air, you might experience turbulence because you might hit some weather midway or maybe, a, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes into it. Maybe okay. they're trying to wait until they clear off so that you have a smoother journey. Yeah. But it, but even if you do experience the turbulence in there, you know that your destination has already been predetermined. So yeah. even as you're on the journey and you might experience some stuff that make you a little uncertain or scared or nervous or whatever, it's still going to level out and you still going to get to the destination. And it, it didn't remind me just like that, the song I was talking about before we got on, the Ty Tribute song, and it's called like Anyhow. And it's a, I don't know if y'all, y'all said it kind of like at y'all church, but it's something that you hear a lot of old black Christians say. <laughs> so if you, you hear in the hymns, they say hallelujah anyhow. Yeah. And, and, and what that means is, is even if things are not the way I want it to be, I still praise God anyhow. Anyhow, yeah. In, anyhow, but it was one it was one part that he said in there that I think was it was important. Like when I was listening to it, I was like, ooh, that's good. So he's like, the storm is here, but I'm asleep on the boat. And if you think about what that means, mm. you know, biblically you know what that means because yeah. it's like Jesus and the disciples and the yeah. storm was yeah. all around and Jesus was asleep and they were there like, Jesus, don't you know the storm going on? He's yeah. like, but I'm on the boat with y'all. So why y'all afraid and I'm here. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's kind of what God wants us to be able to be confident too in our waiting period. Even though the storm may be going all around us, we got a place and we got protection so we can have peace and get rest even in the midst of our storm. Woo! Do you know what? The, that was... Um... We're gonna take a break. That was a good. That, that was a good way to end the, end end, yeah, end, yeah. end that segment because we we need we need a break. We'll be right back after these commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, okay. Life, life, love, love, wins, wins. losses. losses. But above all, faith. The Daily Perspective is dedicated to bringing you a view on life through my eyes. The eyes of a Christian man, husband and father who lives life as an open book, flaws and all. I am by no means perfect and will never claim to be. I just say things the way they are and try to extend grace and show what Christian living is like as a man in the modern world. Join me each and every Friday. Wherever you get your podcast from.
Welcome back to the Imperfectly Human podcast. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Johnson took us out on a banger. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all on the boat panicking and, and he is asleep. <laughs> He's getting 40 winks while you guys are, you guys are out here throwing hands. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in my, I'm on my, I got my weighted blanket around this. Don't get good sleep. Yeah. So, um, so let's take into let's take it to another to another angle and just talk okay. about um let's ask some just a few things let's let's dig let's dig deeper so question one is it possible that our impatience is born out of a lack of understanding of our purpose okay you want me to answer that first uh, you take the first step <laughs> All right, so I, I would say I think it is 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 two sides to it. So I, I guess I will answer it as yes and no. So I would say yes because if you understand, so so we'll kind of go back to some of the stuff we were talking about, like uh, like school. So. If you go to school to be a doctor, you know that you will have a long road as for a school. Yeah. So if you understand that that's your purpose, you understand that you have to be patient because it's going to take a long time to get to the end result. So I think for certain things, yes, it's easier to to say like the impatience or if if you are patient, it's because you know the duration. But I will say also that the impatience could be um, wrapped up in our own expectation. And it's having a different perspective of what is going on with us. So even though we might understand our purpose, we might not understand we might have had the right perspective of what's going on. And so if we look at everything as an attack or a slight or because we're not worthy or qualified, we can still understand our purpose, but we still will be impatient in it. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I, so I, I'm going to play, I'm going to play uh, the advocate here. Yeah, I know you're gonna do it. I know I'm gonna I'm, just just me. Um you gonna do it. But if we is it possible that we think we understand our purpose, mm-hmm. but we understand a we understand a proportion of our purpose. So, uh, and the reason I say this is that, as we've discussed a number of times, sometimes God only shows us the next step mm-hmm. because he, mm-hmm. if he shows us too much, mm-hmm. we can get ahead of ourselves. So sometimes, even though we may understand what we believe we were created to do, we may have that insight, mm-hmm. but 
we only have the vision of the section of our purpose that is pertinent to us fulfilling our, you know, fulfilling our purpose for the, for the period that we're in. Mm -hmm. So God has given us enough knowledge about what to fulfill, what we need to do to, to get us started. But we may not have the fuller vision of our purpose. So God, so let's take, take me for example, with daily perspective, mm -hmm. the daily perspective network. When we, when we started, I was just like, yeah, the daily perspective podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is my purpose. I'm, I'm going to bring the message of God to people in a way that's not just Sunday type mm -hmm. message. I want to, and then all of a sudden we did that for a while. And then all of a sudden I was like, it's bigger than this. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than this. It's, and then you said, yes, because it's the daily perspective network. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't, even though I kind of knew it, I didn't mm -hmm. know it. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't really have that full vision of my purpose. I just had what I needed to get me started. Mm -hmm. Does that put now, could that be a reason for some of our impatience? Because we think we've got the full picture. So we were like, well, God, why am I still why am I still in, in the waiting area when you've already told me what I need to do? I just want to, I, I want to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. So we want to run, but God is like, hold, hold up, hold, slow down, Skippy. You only have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is what I thought while you was, while you were talking and then the last part that you said, it kind of strengthened what I was going to add. So, is that because we're mistaking our purpose with our calling? Right. So just like you were describing it, you were saying, you know, your purpose was to to do the podcast and do all of that. But that might have might have been what God called you to do. His calling was to do it on the scale that he wanted. Yeah. And what you thought of as your purpose, like, Lord, I'm going to get on here and talk to your people. He's like, but that's not what I called you to do. He's like, you start with that. That's it. So just like, <clears throat> I think we had talked about it before, you know, God gives us the desires of our heart, but it's really the desires that connect our heart with God's heart. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we use that to say like, oh, Lord, if I'm so I want a million dollars, you're going to give it to me. Nope. No, that's not what it means. Yeah. That means that because you're so close to God, your desires will be, his desires for you will become your desires. Your desires. For you. Yeah. 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 And 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 that's a different thing. And so in the heart, the heart part was right. So you like, Lord, I want to do this for your people. You're like, good, that's when you start. But I may have caused you to something bigger. Mm -hmm. But I need you to do this first 
to see how it then unfolds. Yeah. But I can't show you what I fully called you to because then you'll fall out. <laughs> but I just give it, I just right. put it on your heart like I, this is what I feel like I'm convicted to do. So it's almost like your purpose leads into the calling instead of I think people want to be called first before they get on the road to their purpose. And that's how they get distracted because they're like, okay, God, you you called me to to write a book, you call me to start a podcast, you call me to do this. But it's on the journey to that, that's when you get connected to the call. So the call is going to be the thing that sustains it. Your purpose kind of gives you a trajectory. Right. It's kind of like a target. It's just like, okay, this direction. But the calling is the thing that's going to make that manifest. Right. But you can't manifest the column without the purpose, though. <laughs> no, for real, for real, yeah, for real. That makes that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Taking again, taking myself as an example, from mm-hmm. a very young age, I have always known that mm-hmm. I was called, or let me not say called. I kn- I'd always known that my purpose mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. was to love others. Mm-hmm. to show the love of God to others, mm-hmm. to, to connect people to God in a way that only I could, Yeah, to help people to achieve their full potential in God. Mm-hmm. I'd always known that that was my purpose. I'd always been, and in my life, it's, I guess, the call at each stage, and this is an important point, the call at each stage of your life may be different. Right. The call at each stage of your life may, the call went in your, in your teens, your 20s, mm-hmm. your 30s, may look very different to the call in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be cognizant of that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to be willing to to make those transitions when God says, I'm taking you to a new stage. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you to the next step of your per- of lip walking in your purpose. I'm mm-hmm. changing your calling for this next stage of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, nah, that's, so, that's good. Um, nah. Okay, so. Question number two. All right. Are we impatient because we are tired of the battle and not because we have learned the lesson? I would say yes. <laughs> I would say because we don't we don't like the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on your personality type, and I've I've learned to unlearn this. But for me, I hated to have something that I felt like I wasn't good at at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you picked up, so just like maybe playing the instrument. So if I've never played the instrument before and I start that process of learning, it's like, man, I didn't want to be able to play the song. I don't want to do all this (laughs) going up the scale stuff and reading music. And I don't want to do all that. 
I, I just I just want to get on here, play music and all that kind of stuff. I want to be a dude like I see. Yeah, and and that's kind of like with the battle part too. Is and it, it goes to one of my favorite quotes. It's a Frederick Douglass quote. It said that if there's no struggle, there's no progress. Right. So the struggle is built into the progress. Right. Uh, and you can't have one without the other. So we get so focused on the energy that it takes to do something that we don't understand of what that struggle is building in us. Yeah. So you think about like boxes or anything like that. It's a struggle to then get in there and fight somebody for 10 rounds. Right. Uh, because you got to train, you got to eat right, you got to sacrifice, you got to have a smaller circle. Pretty much all the people that they associate with are they trainers and like the people that they spar with and maybe, you know, family, a few of them. But they day to day is a very regimen routine to have the outcomes that they want. Yeah. And so if you want the outcomes that you want, you have to understand that the struggle is to build your endurance for, and like we said, you know, last week for the promised land, it's working the promised land. So even it's kind of like, and we had talked about it before, just like with video games, you can play, you can beat all these different people, you get to the final, and then you got to find a boss, now you got to fight some more. And yeah. you beat all these people and you made through all these hoops and stuff like that. Now you gotta fight another person. Yeah. So it's always another fight after the battle. Right. It never it, it never ends. Just like, you know, like the song said, you know, I'm a soldier uh in the armor of the Lord. It every day you a soldier and you preparing to fight. Yeah. But it's a it's a spiritual fight. And it's not a, yeah. a, a not a physical or emotional fight. I think we get our emotions so wrapped up in the in the spiritual aspect of things that we can't go forward spiritually because emotionally we breaking down or we anxious or depressed and all that kind of stuff, and that overrides our spirituality. Yeah, and that's what the enemy knows. Like I'll take that. Because you don't even understand if you fully tap into your spirituality and what you were created to be or your spirit, man, then the emotional stuff you'll be able to handle. For real. For real. It's uh so I was you kind of just touched on something that I was thinking. Yeah. And that was <laughs> People are people are impatient about the battle that they're in right now. Yeah. Not knowing that as soon as that battle is over, there's another battle waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And um it made me think, yeah. So I was looking at the scripture and it was um James 1, 2 to 4. Dear brothers yeah. and sisters, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow for when you your for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And it, it's we miss. We miss the opportunity in the battle. Mm-hmm. And I get it. 
I get it. Going back to what I said last week, sometimes the battles that we have to face mm-hmm. are more than we can handle. Yep. But guess what? Nobody ever got stronger by doing something that they could accomplish without really trying. Mm-hmm. No one no one broke their limits or pushed beyond their limitations by staying in the, in the safe zone. And that's what we seem to want to do. We want our battles to remain in the safe zone. We want our battles to remain in the comfortable zone. And as soon as they start to become uncomfortable, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, Lord, I can't wait for this to be over. Lord, end this now. Lord, free me from this. Mm-hmm. But it's, the Bible says count it, jo- count it all joy. Yep. Count it all joy that God has seen that you have the capacity to go to be bigger than you already are. You have mm-hmm. the capacity to be stronger than you already have. Oh, you have the capacity to be more faithful than you already are. That is why he is allowing the battle that is bigger than you currently are. Mm-hmm. The bigger the battle that, that God gives you, the more faith he believes that you have, the more capacity for faith he believes that you have. So mm-hmm. if you see a big giant coming towards you, God says, clap your hands and smile. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it psychologically, mm-hmm. if I'm 150 pounds and I've got someone that is a is 300 pounds of pure muscle coming towards mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. or standing at the other, other corner from me and mm-hmm. I'm smiling and I'm smiling like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think that that's going to do to that enemy psychologically? Yep. He's going to be looking at me like, I know that I'm twice the size of this guy. Mm-hmm. He should be petrified of me, but he's smiling. Mm-hmm. What does this guy know that I don't know? What has this guy got up his sleeve that I am not aware of? Mm-hmm. What is this guy able able to do? What is this guy capable of that makes him so confident that he can handle this fight that's coming to him? Yeah. It's it's count it sounds counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. it's the Bible says that the, the things of God are foolish um appear as foolishness to man or as advice. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, y'all, know the, yeah. y'all know yeah. the scripture. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this because it just made me think about it. But so just like you were saying, so you said exactly kind of where I was gonna go. It it reminded me of Job. It was an honor for Job to go through that because God chose him to go through that because of how faithful he was. So when we think about, well, why am I going through this struggle? Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Say what you said about Job again. Because I think, <laughs> the, no, 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 that was, that was low-key. Yeah. Low-key, but important. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you try to sneak it in. <laughs> yeah. But as one of them, them was that you can't sneak in. You you got to say okay. I'll say I'll say it again. I'll say it again. So if you look at Joe, it was an honor for Joe to go through what he went through because because God chose him to go through that specifically because he was faithful. So if you look at what you're going through or the different things in your life that you've gone through. It may be that God thinks so highly of you that he knows that the things that he is putting around you or walking you through, that not only will you be able to go through them, but every time it's like you level up. Right. So it's like every time I take you through this, even though you don't like it, and I know it'll be a whole lot, and you looking around you like this person don't go through the same thing I go through. This person don't go, and this, and you look all around you like, man, why I got it? But he's like, it's the honor. I see so much in you that I'm yeah. willing to take you through stuff that's way worse because not only do you not complain the way other people would do it. But you don't blame and you don't use it in the, as an excuse to what I've called you for next. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay. We 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 want to take him to the next question because <laughs> you, you just you just bodied that question. <laughs> um so is patience directly correlated to faith? Therefore, a lack of patience indicates a small measure of faith and vice versa. Yeah. All right. So this one right here, I mean, I got the whole setup for this question. And it, it went from what I what I read this morning. And so this is like a New Living Translation, but we all know the King James Version of this scripture. Galatians 6, 9. So let's not, let us not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up or, you know, if we don't quit, you know, all that. Yeah. So I thought about this verse and what came to me this morning was something totally different than what I ever thought about. So we always thought, we always talk about, you know, you reap what you sow and the harvest is coming and all that kind of stuff. And what you sow, you shall receive. Yeah. So part of that is, is the looking at the harvest wrong. So we think about harvest and we think the harvest is of what we need. So what we sow into people or the good things that we do is to extract the money, is to extract the house, to extract whatever we need from the harvest. The harvest is going to be exactly what we need and we just go to the harvest and pull out what we need. But maybe it's the harvest well, what we're sowing is not sowing good deeds. Because if you think about it, our goodness, is just, just like I said in the scripture, is of filter rags to, to the Lord. It's like right, whatever yeah. we think is good that we do, it ain't nothing compared to what he does. Yeah. So we feel like if we do good, that separates us. But doing good is just the bare minimum. That ain't doing nothing for God. Like that ain't yeah, showing yeah. God nothing. <laughs> That's the bare minimum we should yeah, be doing. Yeah. But 
the good works that we do, it should be connected because of how good God is to us. So our good works is reflective of God's goodness toward us. Yeah. Not doing good to get the accolades and attention from people is I do good because God is good and because I, I'm connected to God, I serve God, I want to do it, what things that he would do. Yeah. And we feel like, so the faith part is, Lord, I did this good deed and this good deed and I helped this person, I did So when I get my withdrawal, like when I get my payment, you know what I'm saying? And that's why we wait so long because the harvest is not really the good thing. The harvest will come from the people we sold into. We sow to invest in other people so that they can have a harvest into what God wants from them too. And so the harvest that we're looking for is wrapped up in the people that we've been sowing into. Mm. We haven't even asked them or given them an opportunity to sow back into us. Right. Because the people that we are re- that really know our heart and what we want to do or how God is, you know, working in our life, they're the ones that would then want to sow back into us. But we don't think about that. We pray like, Lord, send me a harvest. Lord, send me. Like, you got the people right here. You ain't, you ain't asked them. Mm. And they didn't ready to sow back into us. But we don't do that. So that's why our faith, we look for the thing that we want to magically come to us. But God has to use his people to bless his people. Right. And he's putting people around us or we know people that we can sold into and then we don't sometimes we too arrogant to ask things of people. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's that's an angle that I hadn't thought about. I, I'm not even gonna front. That is an angle that I hadn't thought about. Um, I think it's something that we're all very, very guilty of. Mm-hmm. I, I well, I can speak I can definitely speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to, and we've talked about this. I, yeah. I have a tendency to want to do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'll take care of that. Oh, what can I do to help you? Oh, don't worry, I got this. I'll, 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 I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you, nah, don't worry, don't worry. You do, do what you're doing. I'll, I'll pick that up. I'll do that. And mm-hmm. I, I will do. I will try and do everything, and not ask for help. Mm-hmm. And I'll do stuff for other people. Yep. But I won't go to them for help. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I, I can de- and and I guess my it's really a, a it is really a sign of a lack of faith because if you were truly Faith, being faithful or um, expectant as you should be, you would mm-hmm. see the opportunities that God is making available through right. other people. Mm-hmm. But because you are so narrowly focused and looking, looking, I guess, looking at the ground instead of looking up, 
Mm-hmm. You aren't seeing the multitude of people that are reaching out to you to help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just to, just to support what you said in James one, three, it says, for, you know, for, you know, that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Mm-hmm. And I know we already, I think we already mentioned that in a, in a bigger part, but mm-hmm. I focused on that bit again. Your endurance has a chance to grow when your faith is tested. So clearly there were going to be, if we take that example, take it back to that mm-hmm. example that you gave, there will be times where you need to do something. You've done and sowed into so many people, but mm-hmm. you need something and you are waiting on God for this thing to be done. Mm-hmm. If, if you are not, if you are not positioning yourself and focusing correctly, mm-hmm. you're not going to see those people that God is trying to use to answer your prayer. Mm-hmm. You are not going to see the opportunities that will strengthen your faith. Yep. Because the thing is, our faith and our endurance is strengthened when we see some of the things that we have been expectant of. Mm-hmm. But to see the things that we are expecting, expectant of, like we said, you've got to be looking in the right places. How do you know where to look? Well, you know where to look by putting in the work and staying in your place of prayer. Uh Because I can't get the answers I'm looking for if I'm not listening to the person that's going to tell me the answers. So if God is trying to tell me, okay, David, Terrence has got what you need. Uh I put Terence there for a reason. Terence is there to help you with this. Mm-hmm. And you're you're here saying to me, yo, David, I got this. I can do this for you. I can help you with that. I can help you with that. And I'm like, okay, cool, Terence. We got on the call another day. David, about that thing that we talked about, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Just let me know when you're ready. Okay, Terence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another week goes by. D, I got that thing. I I got it for you. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, Terrence. I'm Mm -hmm. not seeing what God is trying to... I'm not seeing the provision that God is making to help me grow my faith because I've been praying for an answer. The answer Mm -hmm. has come. I'm not willing to receive the answer. Therefore, my faith cannot grow because I'm still... I'm still waiting and and, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to use that word. I'm anticipating Mm -hmm. what God is going to bring rather than expecting Mm -hmm. what God said he's going to bring. Mm -hmm. Now I say anticipating because as I said before, the difference I am trying to anticipation is looking for what, how we expect to see it. Right. Expectation 
is willing, is waiting for it to happen how God wants it to happen. Yep. So you've yep. got to shift your perspective because the help that you need may not come from where you are anticipating it to come from. Yeah. But yep. the expected help will come at the right time. Yeah. And I'm just going to add this because I know we got to go to the next six. <laughs> go for but, it. But so to add to what you were saying, it's important to plant in the off season. What I mean by that is don't try and, and harvest when you haven't fully planted something yet or mm. sown into something yet. So just like we talk about people in relationships, it takes time to cultivate a relationship to a time where you can get a harvest from that relationship. And it, it's not, it's an organic thing. It's not something that you say like, just like how me, like how me and you connected, we didn't know how, what was going to come about yeah. from it, but it was sowing into it until a time where you were like, oh, 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 okay. This is how we can kind of do some things, collaborate. Yeah. But it was in the off season. It was before we actually needed it, and we didn't know we would need it. But it was for an attended time. Yeah, for real. So it doesn't come around like you meet somebody one week and the next week. Then like, oh, let me let me reap the heart from that. You you haven't sown yet. You plant in the off season yeah. and cultivate it until the point where then. It can reap a harvest. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. So we're going to take another break. Um, And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to you about how you apply this. So how do you wait patiently? How do you truly get the best and the most out of your period in the wilderness as you're waiting for your promise? Um, Coming soon on uh, when we come back from our uh, commercial break from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. segment uh of our episode patiently waiting so we're going into the application stage and so we have three questions that will kind of help frame what we talked about today and give you some good practical ways to apply these things in your day-to-day walk uh because we could talk about stuff it could sound good but if you don't know how to apply it to your life then it's just you getting inspired uh or motivated but you don't grow and that's the main point so the first one is how much time do i spend with god versus focused on my own issues so to kind of frame that is when we're waiting for things or we're waiting for god to do something in our life we can get so focused on what we're waiting on 
that we then stop communicating with God. Mm. Are we are we not consistent in what we used to do? So, you know, when things were smoother, we read our Bible, we would do what we needed to do, we would pray. And then as the duration drags on, as far as what issue of concern we have, that deters us from praying. It was like, well, I'm going to pray, but I'm going to do my little standard. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, just bless me and bless, you know, family, friends, whatever like that. Amen. You know, mm. it's kind of like a procedure thing. Like, okay, I prayed today, but it's not connected to anything of right. your work. Uh, and the same thing for reading your Bible and stuff. You can read it, but you're not reading it to see how you can apply it to what's going on in your life right now. You're just going through the motions. Uh, yeah, you're just going through the motions. And so if you if you really stop, like if you really at a point where you real like anxious or sad or you feeling like real discouraged, if you really pull back and evaluate your day. You have filled your day with things that are not connected to God. And if you really get back on track, you will then start to reconnect. But every time we get overwhelmed is because it's something we stop doing. Either reading our Bible, praying like we need to, you know, having a conversation with people that are connected or got a relationship with God and can give us some framework for things that we're going through. That's the thing that hinders us in these seasons of like transition or waiting. So, um, so I guess with you, David, what what are some other ways that people could uh, shift their focus back okay. to God if they fail? So, back in the crossover episode, I said mm-hmm. something. I said. Um, when I don't feel like praying, mm-hmm. that's when I really need to pray. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar thing here. Like you said, in the at the beginning of the battle, mm-hmm. you're fired up. You're pumped up. Your energy is high. Mm-hmm. You're, you, you know... You walk in because when the tribulation starts, you're like, "Ooh, I'm not the one. I'm mm-hmm. you, you ain't getting me. I'm a, and you're ready. I'm mm-hmm. and you, you start praying in tongues. Like, oh, shut up! You're, you're <laughs> off. You're like, here you go. <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 a it's a go. There you go. <laughs> like, don't, don't don't make me bring out my 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 um my unsaved people's. Uh, uh, tons. Uh, yeah, like the Honda, not a- yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Honda Civics and the Maserati, Maserati Sandra Kelly. That's all you got to do: mix in some cars with some yeah. some girls' names, and yeah, that's you it. could you good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. But that's um, it. but yeah, you you're fired up, you you're ready to go, and and then and then the battle starts to drag. Mm-hmm. One week becomes two weeks. Two weeks becomes a month. A month becomes two months. Wait a minute, six months don't gone, and you still. In the in the heat of this battle, but guess what? Some wars took four years to fight. 
No one ever said, like you said, there is no time limit on your battle. Your battle is could drag on. Mm-hmm. So when you start to feel discouraged, well, that's when you let your guard down. Yep. When you start to feel lethargic and drained and, oh, here we go, another day. Um, um, yes, thank you, Lord. And, um, <laughs> that is when the enemy's like, oh, gotcha. his guard is down. I got you. I <laughs> knew that if I stayed persistent, I would yep. get you. Right. Whereas if the, you are the one that is persistent in battle, is it? The Lord, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm, and you come out there ready to fight every day. Mm-hmm. There is no, there are no chinks in the armor. Do you, 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 you bob in a weave. Your guard mm-hmm. is always up. Mm-hmm. So, when you don't feel like it, that is when you've got to pray. Mm-hmm. That is when you have got to dig deep. And say, I, sometimes when I've been in those situations where I don't, Lord, I do not feel like praying today. Mm-hmm. That's how I started. Lord, and excuse me, I have real conversations with God sometimes where I'm like, it's not, I don't, I don't try and make it sound churchy or, and, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And you know why I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I don't feel like praying today, but I'm talking to you, Lord. And and it's not in a way that I'm 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 saying I'm angry at God, but I'm I'm telling I'm telling God how I feel. Mm-hmm. But as I start to unload, I feel a peace. Mm-hmm. It may not come immediately. I feel a peace, and then all of a sudden, I'm moving from feeling discouraged to feeling encouraged. Mm-hmm. And say, say, say that again. So when I start to pray, I start to shift from feeling discouraged mm-hmm. to feeling encouraged. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you get into the presence of God, you can't help but be encouraged. You might go in heavy, but you will mm-hmm. come out light. Mm-hmm. And when you feel heavy, that is the time you need to go in. The, you don't go to the hospital when you're feeling real good. You go there when you feel like you are knocking on death's door. Mm-hmm. When the medicines you've got in your cabinets at home aren't touching whatever illness it is, you take yourself to the hospital. Well, guess what? When you've been in war for so long and you're feeling battered and bruised and you need to, that's when take yourself to his hospital and get patched Mm -hmm. up so that you can continue to fight because it says the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong, but to those who can endure. And I I got actually got a scripture that um, Mm -hmm. I pulled up and it was um, uh, Proverbs 1632 better to be patient than powerful better to have self con- self control than to conquer a city so mm-hmm. it's kind of saying it's not about your strength it's not about it's not about um who can go in and win with the most brute force because that's what like we said you get your big boxers who try and go in for the, the for the quick knockout but the but the smart boxer 
learns how to, oh, I'm going to wait for my moment and then I'll take my opportunity. And that's the same thing. God is saying, have the endurance to, to see this out because I have created the moment and at the right moment, you'll be able to strike. When I tell you to strike, it's like when he told the children of Israel on the seventh time, shout and the walls will fall down. Mm-hmm. Now, any any battle strategist is going to be like, what do you mean shout? You mean we're not we're not going to draw no weapons? We're not just shout. And it's mm-hmm. yours. You you will not have to do anything major to, to take these walls down. Just shout. Yeah. Okay, nah. okay. Now nah, that that so I'm gonna say one more thing from what you said. So you were saying, you know, you might be discouraged when you start praying, but then you leave encouraged. The only way you could do that, and you said it, is that if you cast all of your cares upon him. Yeah. So a lot of times we pray and we don't feel any better because we not we not going full out and telling God everything that's on our heart. And a lot of times, just like you're saying, is how we really feel. That's what we don't give back to God. But he's yeah. like, you give it to me, I can give you rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like you exchange it. Like if you if you you know have the exchange currency, whatever you got, you exchange it and then you get what yeah. you whatever the currency is where you are. So yeah. God's like, look, I'm the only place where you can exchange everything that's going on with you and I give you rest. I give yeah. you peace. But yeah. you don't want to get it. You want to stay up all night because you don't want to give it to me. Yeah. I want you to go to sleep. I do. I want you to go to sleep. But you won't you won't exchange it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for you to come to the window and you just won't give it to me. Right. I'm I'm ready to take it. Just right. give it to me. I give you rest and then I give you the wisdom to then go forward into what you need to do next to to battle for the next day. Right. So, so yeah. So, all right. So we're going to go to the next one because we can get, we can get stirred up. So, <laughs> so uh, the second one is, do I have areas in my life which I have not repented for? Mm. So this is something that I think is very important that I think we miss a lot. So it's things that we know that we do. And yeah. those are things that we're quicker to repent for. But there are things that we do that we don't even understand that we might be doing that's wrong that we still need to repent for too. Yeah. So it might be, you know, Lord, you know, I repent for things that I have done and, and things that I am not even knowledgeable that I have done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that might be actions or maybe how I've dealt with other people. Maybe I said something to somebody that I didn't even know was wrong, but it, it affected them in a way. And I like, Lord, it bring it to, you know, bring to my remembrance if I if it is something I need to go directly to somebody. But yeah. if it's something that I didn't even know I did, then Lord just I repent for that too. Yeah. Because outside of my awareness, I repent for that too. And I think a lot of things we move forward from, but we don't repent for. And then it's things that we don't know that we do, that we haven't repented for. Yeah. So you speak in my language right there. When I pray, there was something that uh, I've said it since I was a kid. 
And I would always say, Lord, please forgive me for my sins that I've committed knowingly and unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Because the fact is, we know when we're getting out of pocket and we know right. when, when we're acting up. Yeah. But there are things that we do that we are not even aware of that have offended someone and may have offended God. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that we just, ah, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's just, you know, you, the stuff that we say, we might just say something in passing, not really thinking much about it, mm-hmm. but it may have offended someone. It may have discouraged someone. It may, there, these are things that we need to off, offload. It's not that God holds it against us, mm-hmm. but sin is one of these things that disconnects us. Mm-hmm. Thank God for his grace that he allows us. Because the thing is, he, if this was, if this was old, old Bible time, mm-hmm. we couldn't even go into his presence. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we can go into his presence and ask for forgiveness Mm-hmm. is just a measure of his grace already. Mm-hmm. You know, and back in the day, they had to get someone else to go in and ask, look, and I was right. like, hey, hey, um, and that person had to go through a whole bunch of rituals just mm-hmm. so they could go in and ask for you. So he'd be like, you, you, you get there to the, oh, hey, Levi, oh, man, here he come again. What you done this time? I literally just finished the ritual 20 minutes ago. Now I've got to go do the whole thing again. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't been out here but 20 minutes, and now I've got to do this all over again. He must be mad as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But, you know, the fact is now we can come, go into his presence and be like, Lord, forgive me if I've come into your presence with something on me that shouldn't be mm-hmm. on me, that could separate me from you, mm-hmm. please forgive me. I repent. I turn away. But, and that's a good point there about repentance, because mm-hmm. sometimes repentance is not saying, I think, please forgive me, and then going out and doing it again. Repentance is to turn away. To repent means to turn away from something. Mm-hmm. So we do have to consciously try and be more aware of the things that we do and we say. And that is why it is important to stay connected to God. That is why it's important to stay in the Bible. That is why it's important to, hey, like we said last week, renew your mind. Because until you do those things and you make those things part of you, you will not be aware and you cannot repent for the things that you were doing. And therefore you stay in a state where you can't really move forward at the pace that you should. Yep. Yeah. Now that, that, now that's good. And like I said, I think definitely, you know, we could do a whole other (laughs) episode just on repentance and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's something, it's something that is very needed, but you don't, I mean, you hear about grace, you hear about all this stuff, but repent is something that you don't really hear about consistently. Yeah. yeah. You might be a one-off thing or you might hear every now and then, but it's not a consistent thing that you hear about. And I think 
it's definitely something that it's a whole a whole lot more layers to it. Yeah. Um, I think so people get it twisted. I, I I truly think people get it twisted, especially me being someone that, that I like to talk about grace mm-hmm. and saying, you know, we always close it out the same way. Mm-hmm. We're about grace because we are under the covenant of grace. Mm-hmm. But grace does not mean that you can act a fool mm-hmm. and just and just keep doing acting stupid and then keep like, Oh yeah, but God, you know, God's grace, God's grace covers my, no, 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 no. You're taking advantage of grace. That is, that's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Grace is there for when you unknowingly act. Mm -hmm. Knowingly act is a purposeful transgression. Mm -hmm. And you have to repent for those things. You have, it's, it's why, it says in Romans, do I, do I abound in sin so that, do I, sorry, do I continue to sin so that grace may abound? Of course yeah. not. Mm. No, you, you ha- have to actively try and live differently. You have to be renewed in your thinking. So repentance and grace go hand in hand. You truly can't walk in this covenant if you're not willing to repent you can't leverage grace if you're not willing to repent. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's good. I think we got, we got one last thing. Okay. Before we wrap up today. So it's what is one scripture that I can meditate on this week to help me deal with my impatience. Ooh, go on Terrence. <laughs> what, what you got for them? <laughs> so I'm going to go through my notes. Cause I got to look at what I, I put down for my verses this week. Um. All right, so I go here. So this is Isaiah twenty six and three. Uh, that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee, because he trusts in Thee. And so, the only way I can have peace in whatever situation I'm in is that my mind is on God and not on my situation. So as long as my mind stays on God, whatever the situation is, he will lead me through it, but also I can have peace in it because God will still overrule any situation that's going on around me. Right. But that's if I trust in him to be him. So like when we limit God, that's when the trust phase so if we don't believe god is who he is he can't be who he needs to be in our situation right right yep we've said that before if if we Mm -hmm. don't believe god to be a provider then how can he be a provider in our Mm -hmm. situation Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's 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 real that's real so um i got for you romans 8 24 to 28 and that says um We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we do not need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. 
And the father, know, the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying, for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own, own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's the one for me. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm a Romans, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Romans boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like um, Romans too. I like I, Romans too. The, but that, that one for me right there, I think there's so many things it touches on. Um, it talks about being patient. It talks about praying. And when you can't pray, pray in the spirit because the spirit knows what you need and the spirit can convey that message to God. Um, it talks about the spirit praying in harmony with God's will for us. I didn't even catch that when I've, when I selected that, but it prays in harmony for mm-hmm. God's will for us. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who God loves and are called according to his purpose for them. So his will is aligned to our purpose. So if we are praying in the spirit, we are praying for his will to be done in accordance to his purpose for us. How are we going to go wrong? That's good. That, that's, cause like that part you said about that harmony together, that's, yeah, that's good. That, that, that's, that's real good. That, that hit different when I just read that. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's a wrap, man. I'm done. I can't, I I can't follow that one up because to me, that, that right there is, is the whole thing. Yep. Being in harmony with God's will so that Mm -hmm. his purpose for you can be fulfilled. That. Kobe. That's a bar. That's a bar right there. That's a bar. That's a bar. Yeah. So um I'm hoping, I'm hoping our audience have liked. You know, hit us up in the comments. Let us know how you like uh-huh. this new format. Um like we said, we we had a lot of time to reflect over mm-hmm. the Christmas period. Um, we got into this and got into our planning session and we really talked about how we wanted to bring the message to you guys this year. And, um, it's fun when you get to just listen to us converse, but you can come on clubhouse and listen to me and Terrence converse. You can come on, um, uh, studio stereo. Stereo. Why do I keep calling it studio? You can call it look, 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 because you want to be in studio and making beats and stuff. That's what, you, that, that's what that is. That's what it is. Don't, don't say what it is. Don't say what it is. That's what it is. You, you can come on, on stereo and yeah. listen to me and Terrence talk. Yeah. Yeah. But this is about giving you application. And mm-hmm. just as we say, just, we're, just as we're mentioning stereo, 
we are planning. Um, so what is this? 9 a.m. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but we mm-hmm. are planning. So for future reference, um, mm-hmm. we will be doing on a Friday, we will be doing a um we we, we haven't quite figured out the timings yet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But we will be doing a sort of Q&A, live Q&A session mm-hmm. on stereo after each episode. So mm-hmm. um, we probably won't do it this week for patiently right. waiting. We want to right, give you right. the time to know that it's coming. So mm-hmm. for the next after, uh, maybe from the from the following episode, we will be doing the live Q&A. So you can actually come and talk about these topics. So if mm-hmm. you if you listen to this in the morning, um, or maybe we do it on the Saturday. So give you a day to kind of listen to it. And mm-hmm. then the following day, you guys can actually come in and ask us some questions about it. And, and we can chop it up with you. We really do mm-hmm. want to conversate with you. So drop us mm-hmm. a comment, uh, drop us an email. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you, you know, what your preference is, how you'd like to engage with us. Um, you can get me at David. I, I don't know. I was going to say David at iTunes Progress. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, look, you're on the fish here, man, so you come on here. Like, you get sorted up in the Get sorted up in the project. I promise. No, no, no. Uh, David at Daily Perspective. Not code on UK. Uh, Lord, I don't know what you got right there, but <laughs> there come on, Lord, come on, Lord. And then um, you can get me at DY Daily on Instagram at DY Daily on Twitter, and um, yeah, you can hit me up on Facebook, whatever. You know, I'm even trying to get a WhatsApp going for this. Um, I'm trying to get a specific number just for the podcast and stuff, so. You know, I ain't giving y'all my personal number. Y'all be waking me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's right. No, 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 no. So, but yeah, we. I'm trying to make as many different ways for you to connect with us. We're gonna, um, we're gonna see how we can do that and get, and get really get the connections going. But yeah, hit us up, uh, Terrence. With him with so, your socials. So, I, I'll kind of. I mean, they know where they can reach me for our progress, but. I'm about to do a whole branding around the life excavation. So it will be where you can connect with me at Life Excavation, uh, Life Excavator on all platforms. I haven't got there yet, but probably next week I will have all that over. <laughs> so, cool. so, so then it will be at Life Excavator on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. So yeah. I'm finalizing that now so then that will be my handle for everything uh so you can find me and see what all i got going on so uh see so yeah so right now it's still our progress uh info at ourprogresscc.com www.ourprogress.cc at ourprogresscc on facebook and Instagram. I'm like, what else we got? Uh, and then, and then, our progress studios on YouTube. So that's the right. new name, the name of the channel. On YouTube. Right. So, so yeah, look for that. Um, look like David said. Look for more things that we know in perfectly human. Look for my podcast soon, very soon. Uh, I'm excited about. It. I've been working on it for a while. Uh, so we will start to see that roll out this yeah. year too, as well as my medium article. So, uh, so yeah, 
Just take sure. a, take take a look. Take it. Take it, not take a look. Check it out. <laughs> take a look. Check it, check it, check, check it out. out. Check it out. <laughs> on the turntables. On the yeah. Turntables. Man, I missed the turntables. <sighs> I ain't even gonna front. That was uh <laughs> when I used to be uh yeah, dropping my little scratches. You can still do it. You can still do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have a little little, uh, imperfectly human Christmas party uh, on the decks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to wrap this up the way that we know we always do and remind you that Christianity is a personal walk and relationship between you and God. You are not, will not, and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself. Be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. And with that said, I am Mr. Daly signing off. And I'm Dr. Johnson. And we will catch you next week on another episode of Imperfectly Human. Peace.